0: Hey, welcome to Sunday Afternoon Mama, a podcast designed to help you learn to create a calm and joyful atmosphere in your home. I'm your host, Diana Riddle, a wife, mom, and former teacher living in the Pacific Northwest. I certainly don't have everything figured out, but I hope to encourage and inspire you to be the best mama you can be. Are you ready to jump in? Today, we're privileged to talk with my friend and guest, Christina Hyde. In this episode, we'll begin a series on spring cleaning with an emphasis on organization today. We'll share a tool to help organize with a focus, share some of our aha moments as we each tackle a different room, and hear why Christina's coffee pot has wandered around the kitchen in search of a new home this week. This is episode 18. Here we go. So yeah, um, Christina's here with us. I feel like it's been a really long time since I've had you here, but it's actually only been a couple of weeks.
1: But It does it does feel like it's been longer, though, so don't worry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my name's Christina. I am a wife. I'm a mom. I've got two kids, ages six and three, a boy and a girl, and um, I'm also a nurse. I work part-time, so um, life is busy, life is full, um, uh, but I would not I wouldn't change it for anything. So it's good to be back with you guys again today
0: so sometimes on our show we start with a saturday adventure or a sunday drive kind of highlight from the weekend um so our adventure i was just going to share really quick our adventure this weekend was a little less exciting like it was kind of an indoor adventure if you could call it that i don't know if it even qualifies for an adventure but we painted the inside of our house like the downstairs I don't know if that counts. Do you think I think that... I think
1: it counts okay. because uh, it's different when you don't do it all the time. So okay. that makes an adventure. Right? Yeah.
0: yeah. And, we, and we let the girls help a little bit for a few minutes. And I have to admit that was slightly terrifying for me because <laughs> I was like, give them paint and paintbrushes, like actual paint. And they were painting the walls. It was actually so cute though, because I looked over at one point and they had their little braids and their hair and smocks, like painting smocks, which are basically... Translated as Jonathan's old, old shirts, shirts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they looked really cute. So I guess that that does count as an indoor little adventure for them because they were so excited and they are painting like all crooked, like just crazy lines and trying to draw pictures, and and it was not a big deal to like fix it once they were done.
1: Like to those make are it, special things, yeah. T- yeah, to take that time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I guess now that I'm thinking about this weekend a little bit more <laughs> thoroughly, I we did have a a more real adventure, <laughs> like. We, um, let's see, me and my seven-year-old daughter went on a breakfast date and daddy took the other two kids on a little bike ride. So that was more of an outdoor adventure. So that was really fun. The weather has been quite cold and snowing on and off and kind of wet and here, like it's just been... A late winter. A late winter. So yeah, we kind of had a little bit of outdoor and indoor <laughs> adventures. It's, it's to
1: catch the outdoors when you can. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any
0: recent Saturday adventures?
1: Well... To call my Saturday an adventure might be a little bit of a stretch, kind of anticlimactic. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's okay. It doesn't have to happen every weekend.
1: (laughs) I didn't even change out of my pajamas. Um, But I did sweep and dust like a haunted house's worth of cobwebs (laughs) out of the house. (laughs) I love it. See, that's productive, right? I I did. I felt productive even though, I mean, you're still in your pajamas. um, But it was a very good, well, much needed day. Um, Yeah. My husband and I were both home. Neither of us had to work. And you just do like the little little odd tasks.
0: Yeah. And it's so. relaxing to be in comfy clothes all day because yeah. you don't always get to do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, Christina, I mean, the topic we get to jump into today is one of my all-time favorites. It is organizing and spraying cleaning. And
1: I literally could sing the hallelujah chorus right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but if that's not your thing, please don't go away. Stick yes, with us stick for just a minute. <laughs> with us.
0: So I wanted to kind of lay down and establish a foundational truth here right from the beginning, especially if that word scares you or makes you like start twitching like, no, no, don't talk about it. Anybody can learn how to clean and how to tidy, right? So we've all got to start somewhere. But if a clean and tidy home is something that you desire and you want to do, but you're just not sure, you might feel stuck or lost or overwhelmed. Maybe you're unmotivated like, well, where would I even begin? And even if I do this, like, why? It's just going to get messed up. up. Yeah. But, you know, that's where this spring cleaning series will come in, my friends. Today, we're going to talk about organization as it seems to always go hand in hand with cleaning.
1: That is. That's the way it usually goes for me. A good cleaning day usually has some aspect of organization in it because I'm trying to tweak the systems that I have in place, but they're not quite working the way I w- as effectively as I'd like them to be. Um, and so you you're cleaning and you're like, oh well, we'll just move this over here and see if that works better.
0: Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite authors and podcasters, Gretchen Rubin, says this about organization. She says, one of the things about happiness that continually surprises me is the degree to which, for most people, outer order contributes to inner calm and inner self-command. And she goes on to say, like, I write about this connection in Better Than Before, The Happiness Project and happier at home. So those are three of her books that I would also highly recommend.
1: This is one quote that really resonates with me because I feel less chaotic and twirly when my house is organized and clean. And it doesn't it doesn't even have to be the whole house. Even if the kitchen is clean and organized, that can be my rock of calm and and then the whole rest of the day is like you you at least have your rock
0: yes exactly <laughs> another really great gretchen rubin quote is don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good actually spending 10 minutes cleaning off one shelf is better than a weekend spent fantasizing about organizing the basement <laughs>
1: <laughs> was it the same author that recommends the one minute rule yes you had mentioned that to me the other day and i really love it i've been implementing it yay um so the So the one minute rule is, if the task takes less than one minute to complete, it's better to just do it now. And and I think of that whenever I'm trying to walk away from my unmade bed in the morning, and it's helped to kind of spur me on to get my act together and stop procrastinating so many times this past week.
0: Yeah, that's so good. I know, the one minute rule can literally change your life because it's just those little adjustments throughout the day of completing those tasks that don't take very long and then all of a sudden you feel kind of more calm and just on top of things yeah winston churchill said we shape our dwellings and afterwards our dwellings shape us and this article i read that was kind of commenting on this wonderful quote from him she said i think this quote really sums up the significance of building a home that is healthy and happy in aesthetics but more importantly in spirit a home that is comfortable, beautiful, and full of love. When you are surrounded by those things, positive feelings seem to manifest themselves. And in that same sentiment, Laura Ingalls Wilder observed, home is the nicest
1: word there is. Well, I agree with her sentiment because when you think about the word home, it is is—it is that calming. It's that grounded feeling. And it it does evoke all of those warm memories yeah. that, that I want for my home. Yeah. Um, so, so it is a very nice word. Mm-hmm but talking about homes i have a good friend who was sidelined for a few weeks with an injury and she was she was laid up on the couch can't tie her shoes sidelined like not not able to do anything and i think as a mom of young children this is your one of my worst nightmares yeah <laughs> yeah um, and i went over to her house to visit with her and i was absolutely amazed because her house was running like a well-oiled machine um, I go to work in the evening, and then when I come home, a bomb could have gone off in the house, and that's me just being gone, right? I'm not doing my mom job <laughs> for like seven or eight hours. Yeah, <laughs> and here she'd been able unable to get off the couch for a couple of weeks and there was no clutter there were no piles waiting for mom to get better Mm. Um, and she is a naturally tidy person but she is an amazing organizer i have to say i went home that day and i was motivated yeah (laughs) i was motivated to organize because i had seen how good things could be (laughs) yeah so today we are starting at square one the
0: beginning an organized house stays clean easier this is the why when it comes to spring cleaning in our homes So we have teamed up to create something special to help you with this process. It is a printable document available on sundayafternoonmama.com for all of you wonderful listeners. And thank you, Christina, for the artistic genius and beauty (laughs) in the document. So let's walk you through it.
1: So this is a tool to use to help you assess your organization in any given room.
0: Yes. So you will choose a room and then ask yourself these questions what things about this room are driving me crazy? Like driving you nuts.
1: (laughs) And once you know what bothers you, it's helpful to step back and then ask yourself, what's the purpose of this room? And what mood are you going for in each room? Um, Feeling, what style do you want in each room? Yeah, and
0: then after that, we can move on to, is the current organization working? Why? What needs to change? Can we change something small to make it better? So let's do an example of this together. I'll pick a room, Christina will pick a room, and we'll just kind of, share our thoughts out loud with you right now so you can kind of hear our process and hopefully that'll be helpful as you sit down and do this with your home. So um, I'll go first. Sure, sure. Okay. So I picked the bonus room. So if I'm asking myself the questions here, like what drives me nuts? Well, there's a couple things. <laughs> um, so we have this like kind of small bookshelf that's also kind of got this storage, these storage drawers in it. Basically it's got kind of our studio for podcasting books a piano, games, DVDs, music, photos, and papers and mementos and our printer <laughs> and some craft supplies. So oh,
1: it's it's all up there. <laughs> well, we're sitting in that room right now and yes. it doesn't it's it looks good. So yes, it's, thank you. <laughs> it's well hidden right yes. now. <laughs> so yeah, it's helpful
0: for me, especially in a room like this that needs to serve a lot of functions to go, okay, what's the primary purpose of this room? There's kind of three zones, but if I'm narrowing it down, the primary purpose of the bonus room is to hang out and relax as a family. So we have one TV in our house, which I'm very proud of because I do love TV I love movies but it's helpful for us and for me especially to just have one and to keep it upstairs so we have our TV upstairs with the comfiest couch ever like like recently we watched the olympics upstairs a lot with our kids and then made like an ice rink out of couch cushions <laughs> and pillows and the kids were leaping and twirling like ice dancers it was so much fun so my three zones and three purposes are to relax like example here play games watch movies play the piano read Number two, record, like record the podcast. So it has to have good sound, like a good area for sound and recording. And number three is for storage. So relax, record, and storage. Mm-hmm. And the storage piece is like for all the books, the files, the pictures, the photos, the board games, and some mementos. So we don't really have a huge attic space. And as I've mentioned before in some Instagram stories, um we did we have a basically a playroom instead of storage. So we made the the only storage we really have into a really cool playroom for the kids, um, which is great. But yeah, it leaves us with trying to figure out where's the best place for some of these things. So next on this template that we created for you is the question, what's the mood I want to inspire? So If I'm thinking about the bonus room, it's I want to inspire that kind of cozy and happy and relaxed and comfortable feeling and vibe. And then the next question, is the current system working? Why or why not? I would say mostly yes. Like mostly yes, it's working, but what's not working is, and as I did this, this was like revolutionary to me because I actually (laughs) sat down and did this and thought about it really hard. Like what is, driving me nuts. it's the fact that i have no idea what's exactly quote in storage right mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah. i know i have this massive collection of old but wonderful dvds and cds and yes i know it's not 2002 anymore <laughs> But I just can't seem to part with them. And I have gone through them, you know, over the years. But many photo albums, again, I'm keeping them, just not loving where and how they're stored because we don't really, it's not quick access in case we want to kind of look at things with the kids or show some friends or whatever. Um, So we also have some random electronics like cords and such that I don't know if we need them all anymore. Um, They may belong to like an old iPod or something. So it's like, it's one of those things where I I just, to sum it up, I really have no idea what is totally in storage. Like I couldn't tell you (laughs) everything. (laughs) So here's the really cool part. As I did this worksheet for myself, I discovered that the bigger, more overwhelming problem that is hindering me from feeling completely kind of organized and calm up here is actually the rapid development of new technology. (laughs) 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 and my own indecision so what I mean by that is I can't decide what's worth keeping when it comes to music and movies and it's just constantly technology is constantly evolving and changing and it's like at a pace that I find like overwhelming and photos are kind of a bear right like you want to have great photo albums great photo books but how and how frequently do you create these books and all of that so you know I I think I'm stuck holding on to what I know how to use really well when it comes to technology. And this was like, there's,
1: like. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, too. no, there's. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with liking to use a DVD or something yes. like that. I mean, yes, yes. If, if it was an eight-track tape, you might struggle with the um, <laughs> finding right. something to play it.
0: But Right, for sure. So I feel at a standstill because of indecision and being kind of uncomfortable and less confident of how to use technology in the best way. Again, to me, the best example of this... Illustration of this is the photos like I'm trying to make photo books for every year kind of with highlights Especially for our kids and all of that and family memories and it seems to work well But it's slightly overwhelming and nerve-wracking like how many pictures do I keep in my phone and on the computer and all these questions What if I delete it and then I want I don't know so that's where I feel stuck
1: So with all of these things in mind um, What what things do you think need to change to make this more of a functional room?
0: That is a great question Um, as I think about it, I think number one is I need to just reconcile my angst with technology (laughs) and just decide what I want to keep regardless of how quickly things kind of move on or develop. You know, like if I want to keep 20 of the best photo albums, just keep them and just Mm -hmm. no guilt. You know what I mean? Like, no, don't worry about it and maybe just get them in a better spot. I think that's Mm -hmm. part of what it is. It's I don't mind that I'm keeping these things. I just don't love how and where they are because I just, like I said, I can't remember where's where things are. Um again with DVDs, keep the best ones just own it and like stop feeling bad about it. Mm-hmm. Put them in storage that's practical and accessible and hopefully somewhat pretty to look at <laughs> so that I can watch the old movies that I love to watch and just have them there. And then number 2, I was thinking it's music and movies for sure. Just deciding what I want to keep means giving everything a once over Um, I've done this before, but it's been a while. So make sure I'm keeping the favorites, the stuff I'm actually going to want to watch or listen to again and again. Like no use keeping a CD that I liked when I was like a freshman in high school. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's been a really long time. And if it's not going to get used, you Mm -hmm. know, and bring me joy and share, like I'm not going to like share with anybody, then it's time to kind of, you know, rethink that. Mm -hmm. Um, and if it's not a treasure that I want to pass on to my kids, that's also something I'm trying to keep in mind. Like I need to do that. Sometimes you just go through seasons and the music tastes you had or the movies you were into, you know, maybe a long time ago, you're just kind of, it's okay. You've like It's good to change. Yeah, it's good so to change. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, number three is photos. You know, like I really need one photo book a year or whatever that's like mm-hmm. the best of the best. I know it sounds funny, but you kind of do have to carve this out in your budget because photo books can get expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just make sure all the albums I actually have are in good condition and that the photos I treasure and want to keep her in one place. So anyways. So the fourth thing is books. Again, what I need to do, like you said, what needs to change. And as I think about it, I just need to go through them with a fine tooth comb and keep the best of the best. Like. I've done this over the years, but it's been a while and I need to do it again. There's also one rogue box of my favorite (laughs) Agatha Christie mysteries that do not have a good home. And I do want to keep them. And, you know, the books that we do have need to be kind of covered up for the sound recording purposes like right now. So I don't really access them as easily. So that's another thing I need to figure out how to remedy this problem. Do you have
1: any thoughts on that? actually right now well so we've been sitting in this room and i'm staring at yes and it's covered with uh with a blanket yes and i was kind of thinking if um so if we rotated the bookshelf that's behind you towards the rest of the room then it would kind of make this little um recording area that's kind of off limits to the kids. I don't know if yes, that would
0: work or not. Yes, it is because it's got this um, equipment I don't want them to bonk into yeah. or like damage. <laughs> yeah, that's danger, perfect.
1: Danger, yeah. danger. Danger.
0: Please don't mess up this studio. Police tape. So that's a great idea, actually. Yeah, that way I would see the books, access the books, you know, that's
1: what's driving me nuts. It's yeah, just I can't can't see them. If you can't get into the things and then you don't know what is there. Yeah. Um, because it's nice to be able to see what you what you're looking for.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. So lastly, I need to go through the electronics with Jonathan. I know he will love this part. (laughs) (laughs) I'm totally kidding. And figure out what is what. Like toss the useless or broken cords and things that are just like, we don't need this anymore. Mm -hmm. That was a phone charger from my BlackBerry in like 2006, right? (laughs) It's like, I don't know. And sort and label the ones that we currently need. Mm -hmm. And I've seen really cool, this is where Pinterest is actually helpful, where you look at like, how does somebody organize the books or the electronics oh, in their home and then you see like how to label things and how to get a creative idea because again if it's beautiful to look at and you know where it's at it's so much better <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah there's um one thing that i love for managing cords is they make this velcro tape yeah so that it's it's got one side is the hook and one side is a loop of like one piece and so then you can just wrap it around and I'll just have strips of that yeah. so then you can just wrap up all the cords, but you're not dealing with twist ties and things like yes, that. Yes. I love that. But so listening to all your goals, it sounds like what you really want or feel the need to do is to cull the best things and then get rid of the things you never use. And then you, al- you also kind of have an ongoing photo album project. Yes, is that, does that kind of sound like, yes. That, kind of where we're going. Um, Yep. And one thing I've done when I'm thinking about getting rid of something but I don't really have the guts to pull the plug. Yes. (laughs) Is I'll pack up my, like, get rid of pile into a box and I'll tape it up and I'll stick it in the garage or the back of the closet for a few months just so that I'm like... Kind of getting rid of it, but Uh it's a soft get rid of it. So if it's like, oh man, I needed that
0: thing, I can (laughs) I can dig it back out. Chances are, if you're not gonna use that in the next year or a couple months, you just don't need it anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. On this little sheet that we made for you, another thing that we put at the very bottom is like who do I call to be my sounding board? And that's kind of what we're demonstrating now too, is like Christina's my sounding board for like how do I make the bonus room better? And she's gonna share her room next. And it's like, make sure you think of a friend. A trusted friend who's really honest but kind <laughs> when they tell you their opinion about you know or give you their ideas
1: and plus we get stuck sometimes and yeah. and I'll be in my rut and I just can't see it with from a different perspective
0: yeah exactly so. so Christine I can't wait I feel like I talked a lot just there but I can't wait to hear so what is the room that you picked to do
1: this for right now as our example so I was using in my kitchen and for the most part the kitchen, I mean, it's one of the hardest working rooms in the house. Um, everything happens there, it seems like. Even the kids get dressed in the morning in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but something that organizationally drives me nuts about the kitchen is if I'm getting the kids ready by myself. I like make them their breakfast or their toast yeah. and, and I get make their lunches and they're kind of like on opposite sides of the kitchen and it works fine but when there's two people who are kind of bouncing around the kitchen trying to get things done you tend to run into each other it's, uh-huh. not, it's not a huge room I mean it's not a huge kitchen it's uh-huh. not the tiniest either but yeah. um, it's hard to work with two people yeah and so when my husband's home we're just like getting each other's way and then I get <laughs> short and it would be a lot easier if I just rearrange things so so trying to make it more streamlined under We also have, um, instead of a cupboard, or not a cupboard, um, instead of a pantry, we have some under-the-stairs storage, which is fantastic to have in lieu of nothing, but every time you go in there to get something, you hit your head on the way back out. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: Did you say something that was sort of kitchen related was stored in there too? Like the protein powder? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah my husband keeps his, all of his protein powder. Okay. And he will make like his shakes and stuff. Yeah. With. It's all under the stairs because I don't like looking at these massive tubs. Yes. <laughs> protein powder. Yes. <laughs> it really evokes, Um. we'll get to that. Yeah. But it okay. doesn't evoke the same mood that I want. Yes. <laughs> um. So anyways, you always hit your head when you're going to get the protein powder out of the, out of the cupboard in the stairs. Uh-huh. And then there's a sideboard, like it's a, a, a space between the refrigerator and the oven, and there's no real reason to work there. Uh-huh. And so it is just a catch-all for yes, everything. Yes, collect I'm, collects I'm sure that every mm-hmm. kitchen has a place that just collects stuff. <laughs> yes, we do too. And that's mine. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, the purpose of this room is obviously cooking, but it's also visiting. I want life to be able to happen there. Mm -hmm. And then when I think about the mood that I want to inspire, um, I'd like it to be fresh. I want it to be calm. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like it to be smooth, efficient. Like if I had to i would like to be lemon yes the <laughs> do that the matches mood. <laughs> mood is lemon yeah i get it I get but it. um so is the current system working sort of i mean we still can eat food it's mm-hmm. not like we can't function right in the room. so moving into the things that need to change like i said i need to group things into zones okay um i need to move the coffee so we're not running into each other yes um, I need to make the protein prettier Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that I could keep it on the counter Uh-huh. and Johnny doesn't have to whack his head when he gets into the cupboard under the stairs. Yep. And then I need to define a small office space on the sideboard, but then clear the rest of the stuff off. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that being said, my goals were to um, organize the round corner shelf. Mm-hmm. And I moved the coffee. I made a coffee bar on the little sideboard that okay. was messy before. Okay. To do that, I had to clear it off. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the coffee and the protein are in canisters now, uh-huh. um, so that so that's that's going. We've got a coffee drink station. It's right next to the shaker bottles, um, and then um, let's see, and then I also removed the clutter from that sideboard. Cool. So that's, so I did all those things about a week ago. OK. And and then here here's where it comes uh, to consulting with your friend. OK. Because I did that, and then my husband was telling me this morning that, well, I think that the coffee and the toast need to switch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was his rationale for that, like so, his perspective? So he said that, and I gave him that look that's like, that's not what I want to do. <laughs> because obviously my solution was to bump him away from where he was. <laughs> It was easiest for me to do that. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> kind of selfish. Um, when I when I actually say that out loud. But so he suggested that I switch the coffee station and the toast station. Okay. And his reasoning was because the place where the coffee is on the sideboard is right next to the plates, mm. and I don't need the sink to make toast for the kids in the morning. True. And, True the place where the toaster has been, where the coffee would move to, is right next to the stove, it's right next to the sink, it's right next to um, the tall mugs that he uses. Oh, so okay. he's right. He does have some valid <laughs> points, I have to say. He was 100% <laughs> right. Um, I switched that this morning. Cool. We'll, we'll give it another week and see what we think. And So my... now, if I'm picturing, because yeah. I can picture your kitchen, so now you've
0: got a coffee station is near the sink mm-hmm. and the stove and
1: the stove so Which it's makes right sense. between the sink and the stove where the cups are okay you need to rinse things yeah and you need to get water so that anyways makes sense. that's so cool consulting with a friend is yes. important because he told me the things that i needed to hear even though I didn't necessarily want to hear them.
0: Yes. Well, the good thing is you had already done the hard work of clearing off that sideboard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like once things were looking fresh and organized, it was probably not as difficult to switch yeah. the two. Whereas yeah. had you started from scratch, it would have been like kind of more chaotic if you didn't yeah. have a plan and you were just like trying to throw things, you know, yeah. in
1: a spot. So long story short, we we organized the kitchen. We switched some things around. And I think it's going to work a little bit smoother and help us to to accomplish those purposes of... of being able to cook and visit and be more smooth and more efficient and calm, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is the mood that I want in that room. (laughs) Yeah. See how
0: good this is, right? So we're talking as friends and you gave me a bunch of ideas and then talking with your husband or whatever, Mm -hmm. like totally
1: helped you. Talk therapy. Yeah.
0: Talking. (laughs) Yeah. And trying it out. Cause sometimes you do think this will work great. You try it. If it's not working, keep refining it and it's Mm -hmm. never, it doesn't have to be perfect, but just find something that does feel better, create the right mood. So you
1: walk in, it's a little more peaceful. Well, that's the whole purpose of organizing. You try to tweak it and then you have to be able to reassess and come back and be willing to tweak it again if it's not quite doing what you want.
0: Totally. So here are some tips and a takeaway for you when it comes to incorporating some of these ideas we've been talking about into our lives. So here they are. The first thing we would say is to download and print several copies of this worksheet that we created for you from SundayAfternoonMama.com. So begin to answer the questions like we did, like the things we talked through today, work through the motivation part this week, because that's kind of a key point, you gotta start with this foundational level of like getting inspired, getting getting motivated. That way you're ready with us to continue and dive in kind of more next week to the actual sorting, tossing, giving away, organizing and cleaning process. So second thing we would say is to kind of dream and visualize your home the way you'd like it to look we'd like it to feel and even smell, like just all the, just get that full picture, a fresh vision of what you want to create in your home. Now this doesn't mean remodeling or buying a million new things. I'm mainly talking about like working with what you've already got. And the last thing we would say is to kind of complete the worksheet for the room or the rooms that you would like to tackle first. You can always print or copy more, you know, later to to go on to other rooms. So for me, I don't know about you. For me, I'm going to go at this with gusto, partially just because <laughs> it's one of my favorite things anyways. And I'm going to work through my entire house this month and just kind of carry it on as as much as I need to to finish cuz it might take longer. But yeah, I love when the weather starts changing a little bit and we start heading into spring, we start thinking about all of these things with spring cleaning. So The project for me this week will be the bonus room. I will take you on part of this journey with me. So you can join me on Facebook Live. I'll be there on Thursday, March 8th at 8 p.m. So just remember the 8th at 8. (laughs) (laughs) And be watching for Instagram stories this week too. Like I will try to throw in some fun little updates on my progress in the bonus room. And then Christina, what do you think? I'll
1: have have to send you some pictures of... I'll put the coffee stuff back and take pictures. So I'll show you a before and then the after of the tweaking. So you all know that my husband was definitely right. (laughs)
0: Okay. That'll be great. Okay. So moving on to the next segment we love to do called my favorite things. Um, we'll just share a couple things we are loving right now. Um, and I guess I will go first. So my favorite things right now include dried flowers, eucalyptus oil. Like I just adore that scent. Um, are freshly painted downstairs so it's just lighter and brighter and it's literally like everything i was hoping it would be (laughs) i think that's
1: one of my favorite things too (laughs) yeah
0: it just it turned out so well um and changing up my bedtime routine a little bit and here's what i mean by that um, it kind of has to do with a firmer commitment to not snacking again at night. Like I kind of fell off the wagon a bit in February. I completely blame <laughs> the copious amounts of Valentine's Day candy that my daughters brought home from school. Oh, it was yeah. so much. Oh.
1: My son didn't even bring much home and I yeah. still yeah. snacked way too much. Oh, anyways, man. But. Okay, so what are some of your favorite things? So since we're talking about organizing, um, as part of the Kitchen Reorg, I found some rounded triangular bins that Ooh. fit into we have a spinning um, circle cabinet. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a corner. Lazy cabinet, of. Yeah, sort it's a of. Lazy Susan <laughs> yeah. that's tiered. So it's a corner cabinet in the kitchen. And I didn't even know they made things like that. So it's, it's triangle shaped, but it's rounded also. Oh, cool. So, so it fits really well into that Lazy Susan shape. And I repurposed things that I already had for the rest of the changes, canisters and such like that. But the bins were kind of the icing on the cake to help me make that space tidy.
0: That is awesome. That sounds wonderful. I feel like, yeah, the container store was like made for people like me.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just like so exciting. I'm just like <laughs> looking at it.
0: I know. Um, okay. So in closing, I just want to say, get ready for a spring cleaning series this month. We are so excited and we hope it's informative and helpful and fun and freeing. Like just no pressure here. We just want to share some inspiring ideas and thoughts on this topic And like I said before, it's secretly or not so secretly one of my favorite things to talk about. We are also going to go beyond the traditional, like, here's how to clean out your closet. And we're hopefully going to explore ways to declutter our lives too. So going beyond the tidy home, getting down to some of those deeper issues. Often our chaotic schedule or stress or whatever it is can create chaos in our hearts and our homes. So we cannot wait to dive in deeper to this topic with you. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Sunday Afternoon Mama. Thanks again, Christina, for being Good with us be here. Yeah. Be sure to tune in next week. And please, if you enjoy this podcast, tell a friend or family member so they can check it out too. Good old-fashioned word of mouth is one of the best ways to spread the news. Come visit SundayAfternoonMama.com and follow me at SundayAfternoonMama on Instagram and Facebook. I'll be back with you next week. In the meantime, I'm seeking joy and peace with you so that we can be better mamas together. Take a deep breath and smile. You've got this. Bye for now, sweet friends.